a busy, busy show lined up today as we conclude another week of talking about everything that goes on right here below the Mason-Dixon line. This is the Y'all Show, where we accentuate the South. We've got headlines from across the South that we'll get to, including some governmental things going on in some of our state's legislatures. We'll pass that information as long, along as well as a feel-good story coming from the state of Mississippi. A woman has given her entire stimulus check to a local food pantry. What a nice gesture there from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We'll have that information here momentarily. Also this hour, we have our college sports headlines, plenty of college football news. In fact, on I think it was Wednesday or maybe it was Thursday, Vice President Pence met with some people, I think electronically, talking about the prospect of having sports take place here in 2020. And we've got the college football angle on that report that we'll have info on, plus a lot of transfers. In fact, there's some good news for Florida Gator fans, too, in terms of players who are going to be staying put. We'll have info on that, plus a couple of new signees for the Alabama basketball program. All that and more in our college sports showcase. That's coming up here in the next segment. And before the hour is up, speaking of college sports, we're going to rewind back to our Wednesday show and have a portion of our conversation with Atlantic Coast Conference insider Jonathan Leifheit. Jonathan's with the website 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital, and we'll get his take on what's going on with EACC and the prospect of playing football here in 2020. All that right here in Hour 1 of today's show. When we scoot on over to Hour 2, we're going to have a very special guest, and we're going to have a very special start to Hour 2. It's our Friday free for y'all. Yes, we'll play David Lee Murphy, and we'll get you ready with a little party crowd. But we're going to go to the stage of the Grand Ole Opry to start Hour 2, as we're going to have a guest, Tim Atwood, who used to be for a couple of decades the pianist there on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. He's a, a songwriter, and I think he's called the Entertainer's Entertainer, Tim Atwood. We're going to play a little bit of his music. We're going to play others that he's played for as part of our Friday Free For Y'all, Tim Atwood, direct from Nashville. We're allowed that in to start out hour two today. Then we'll have hashtag hullabaloo social media fun. And also to wrap up today's y'all show, we've got some of the best downloads going on right now at Amazon.com. And then we'll also share the Golf World announced on Thursday their revised schedule. They're going to try to play starting in June in Fort Worth as they'll have that tournament. Then they'll go immediately to Hilton Head for the RBC Heritage and then they've got a whole schedule lined up throughout the summer that they're hoping to pull off. So an updated PGA Tour schedule, we'll share that info, walk you through it as we go to our sports to kind of wrap up this show. And also we'll let you know about other professional sports goings on before we get out of here this week. All right here on the y'all show i am john rawl tickled to have you aboard if you want to connect to us our telephone number which you can call or text now the way by the way you can call that number anytime you want 803-816-1170 also you can find us on our website y'all.com did you know that y'all.com is the ultimate guide to the south and we are sitting here waiting we're constantly checking making sure you're looking at our stories. We're also constantly checking our email inbox, y'allshow at y'all.com. We want to hear from y'all. And if you got something to pass along, a news tip or possibly a recipe, or if you just need to 
got to talk to us you you're maybe quarantined right now and you don't have anybody to talk to well we want to hear from you y'all show at yall.com that is our email address and then again also want to thank again all of our radio affiliates across dixie that carry us each and every day and we appreciate you have a great weekend we'll be back here on monday of course with a whole new week of shows But if you're not able to listen to our show in its entirety as it broadcasts on your local radio station, we want to remind you we are available via a couple of different podcast options. You can always find the Y'all Show at Apple Podcasts. We're at the iHeartRadio app and the TuneIn app as well. It's a free download. You can set it up where it will instantly come to your smartphone or iPad each day through the podcast options we just told you about. In fact, my buddy was telling me that he gets the show each day via the iHeartRadio podcast app and i didn't realize this but if you set up your thing on iHeartRadio, you can actually get an email each time we have a show that's uploaded so in addition to showing up in your podcast feed of oh i've got a new episode of the y'all show you can also get an email for all you need a little extra reminder so i thought that was a pretty neat little feature there that iHeartRadio app has and you can sign up it's free and it's just so darn easy and more importantly we want you to listen but we want you to talk about it we need you to share 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 that's what we have to do we we're trying to make this the show that covers the southland and to do that we need all the listeners and all the fans and support we can possibly get so thank you for listening to my spiel here as we start out this end of the week show all right let's get to the headlines and unfortunately right now here in this country we're pushing right at thirty thousand deaths to the coronavirus and more than six hundred and fifty thousand total cases in the united states right now we are by far the world leader for an amount of cases some people would say that's because of the amount of tests that this country is given as compared to other countries around the world but yes we've got an awful situation with a covid 19 outbreak and we evidently have tested over three million people and it's come back that over 650,000 now have tested positive and as i said right at 30,000 deaths here in the united states and these 30,000 deaths arguably have come in the last six weeks and this thing is just just uh we're ready for it to go away and as i i think i heard the governor of new york say governor cuomo this thing's not gonna be over until there's a vaccine and we know that's gonna be at least maybe a year before that's available for us so we're gonna have to deal with this coronavirus for quite some time now we know that it's causing a lot of hurt whether people have died their family members are grieving because of the virus but we also know that this is just really taking a major hit on our economy and because of that a wave of layoffs that has engulfed the economy since the virus started it's forced now 5.2 million more people to seek unemployment benefits just last week roughly 22 billion 22 million people now have sought jobless benefits in the month of this past month so toward the end of march and all the way up to where we are here in mid-april that's easily the worst stretch of u.s job losses on record it means that roughly one in seven workers have lost their jobs right now unprecedented unbelievable what's happened here because of covid 19 for a country that was booming and the job numbers were so low just a five weeks ago even not even two months ago and here we are 
with 22 million people now with jobless benefits in the last month. That's a horrible situation. We hope that perhaps you're gainfully employed and things are getting as long as best as they possibly can for you. But if you're one of the unlucky people who've either been furloughed or laid off because of the virus, we're trying to get this thing going. We're trying to get the country back up, and let's hope it gets back up and going safely as fast as possible. Now to West Memphis, Arkansas, just across the Mississippi River from the bluff city of Memphis, the mayor there, Marco McClendon, is pretty uh, hes pretty vocal in trying to get his message off to the citizens of West Memphis. And he went on television here recently and said in a video that uh, with all emotion and no disrespect, stay your ass at home. That from West Memphis, Arkansas Mayor Marco McClendon. He says, I can't make it any more blunt than that. Yeah. As Shelby County, right across from West Memphis, has seen more than 1,400 cases. Statewide Arkansas has over 1,500 confirmed cases. And the mayor told the Associated Press this week that his message was spurred by rise in cases in his city and frustration over some younger residents not taking his threat seriously. Crittenden County, Arkansas, where West Memphis is located, has the second highest number of cases among Arkansas's 75 counties. They've got 121 cases there in West Memphis and Crittenden County right now. So maybe this applies wherever you are here in the South, and we got to quote West Memphis Mayor McClendon here with his great quote, with all emotion and no disrespect, stay your ass at home. I can't make it any more blunt than that. Maybe that's going to finally wake up some people there in Crittenden County and perhaps beyond there because of the y'all show sharing that very brutal statement from the mayor of West Memphis. Now, some updates on some stories in the past that we need to let you know about. If you'll go back here earlier in the year, there was an awful marina fire in Scottsboro, Alabama, right there on the Tennessee River. And authorities now have been, they've determined that that fire, which killed eight people earlier this year, was an accident. A fire official announcing that here this week. Scottsboro Fire Chief Gene Necklaus said in an email that the blaze originated on one boat at Jackson County Park Marina. And the investigation could not determine the precise area or origin of cause of fire due to the amount of fire consumption. It does appear that the fire is accidental. Fire erupted on a dock early on January 27th. And again, eight people died as wind blew the flames from one vessel to another. Five children among the dead there in Scottsboro, Alabama. And an awful thing there with multiple deaths there. And now we know it was an accident. And it's hard to believe if you saw that video, there was some rough video that came out of that January fire there in Scottsboro, that those boats could be consumed by fire in the middle of the night, just in a matter of moments. I won't even say minutes. Of course, you've got boats with fuel on them. It made for a bad recipe there, and eight people lost their lives, and now it's being ruled accidental. Another story update for you. Former Major League pitcher Roy Holiday had drugs in his system and evidently was doing stunts at the time of his fatal plane crash, according to the NTSB, as he crashed into the Gulf of Mexico off the coast of Tampa Bay back in 2017, and it killed him instantly. This Hall of Fame Major League Baseball player had a career of not only on the baseball diamond, was a very, very good aviator prior to his crashing, and evidently he was doing acrobatics in his plane and 
had a little bit of drugs in his system when this plane crashed back in 2017. He was 40 years old and a former Toronto Blue Jays and Philadelphia Phillies ace pitcher. He won more than 200 games and notched more than 2,000 strikeouts during his 16-year big league career. Now, Halliday performed high-pitch climbs and steep turns with drugs in the system, sometimes within five feet of the water, according to witnesses, as the maneuvers put loads of nearly two times gravity on the Icon A5 plane he rented a month earlier. That, according to the NTSB report. But an unfortunate thing when this former pitcher of Major League Baseball, and again, a Hall of Fame pitcher, Roy Holiday, an update there to his 2017 crash that killed him another baseball related story coming from the tampa bay area the co-owner of the new york yankees hank steinbrenner died this week in his clearwater home he was a friend of president donald trump and he died at 63 years old surrounded by family after many health issues it was not related to covid 19 hank steinbrenner the oldest son of the former owner of the yankees george steinbrenner George died back in 2010. Hank is survived by his brother, Hal, and two sisters, Jennifer and Jessica, but passing away at his Clearwater, Florida home, of course, there in the Tampa area. The Yankees have long gone down for spring training, and I don't know if he lived there in that home year-round or he just happened to be there because of spring training slash getting away from the Bronx and the Bronx Bombers, maybe, because of coronavirus. But Hank Steinbrenner dead this week again after a long long illness and he passed away at the age of 63 now to memphis and the son of sam phillips knox phillips has died at the age of 74 of course sam phillips the founder of sun studios and the man who discovered elvis presley his son knox dead at 74 as he was an eyewitness to rock and roll history and then he also did a little producing himself along with his brother jerry and his dad sam knox produced john prine's 1970 memphis made album pink cadillac of course john prine died last week knox phillips as a record record producer engineer and studio operator also was a music publisher and one of the major players in memphis as being awarded a grammy organization knox phillips's impact on memphis was felt for many many years and now again sam phillips son knox dead this week at the age of 74 years old now to the state of kentucky and some state government news to pass along kentucky lawmakers there in frankfurt have struck down a veto on a voter id law that was evidently vetoed by democratic governor andy Bashir. and now lawmakers back in frankfurt here this week in the final days of the legislative session and the house as it was nearly empty because most of the lawmakers really don't want to be in frankfurt right now as the majority of members voted from their offices or homes due to practice uh, practice of social distancing in the senate well business was almost business as usual there with most lawmakers in the chamber there in frankfurt and a senate bill two known as the voter id bill considered there and it passed overwhelmingly and the veto there where kentuckians are going to evidently go forward with a plan to have voter id on the books in the bluegrass state pretty soon despite the democratic governor's attempt to veto it now down across the state line into tennessee we go and it looks like the new law of sports betting might go on the books in the volunteer state 
very very soon even though there's no sports to bet on right now of course i think it was last year tennessee legislators voted to approve the idea of having sports bet gambling sports betting you your your pick there however you want to say it but yes it looks like that now that the tennessee legislature is somehow meeting despite the coronavirus they're going to go forward with this online only sports betting law that passed last year although they can't have their first wager the tennessee lottery's board voted wednesday via teleconference due to the pandemic and it asked the big question will there be any games to bet on once sports books are ready to go as one of the members of the lottery board chairwoman susan lamigan said i believe today that we're ready to finally adopt all the rules regulations and processes so that we can be ready to be uh, have sports wagering in the volunteer state when sports resume in tennessee so hey one more fun thing for tennesseans to try to do online i don't think of course they don't have any casinos in the state of tennessee so you can't walk into any of the places like you have in north carolina or possibly mississippi or even just across the mississippi river from memphis over at the west memphis dog track you have to vote online or not vote you have to wager online in the volunteer state now one byproduct of the shutdown of the country and the shutdown of beaches in north carolina specifically as roy cooper uh, he has demanded that as governor of the state because people aren't on the beaches and people aren't out there is a massive massive amount of seashells that are all over north carolina's beaches right now and it's creating large piles all over the outer banks and beyond a facebook video that went out this week by the cape lookout national seashore showed multitudes of colorful shells spread out across the beach as waves splashed up against them while park facilities are closed due to the virus outbreak both cape lookout and cape hatteras national seashores and the outer banks are open to residents not necessarily visitors but residents can go there the shells remain uncollected since visitors are the ones that tend to gather them during the springtime so it's very good shell collecting time there on the outer banks if you can go places like harker's island and check out some of that but uh, chances are you're not there and you're just having to hear me talk about how these beautiful shells are washing up there in north carolina and finally as we wrap up our news across the southeast how about this story coming from the mississippi gulf coast as in hancock county bay st louis a woman there has now donated her 1200 dollars coronavirus relief check that she got from the federal government to a food pantry amid the pandemic as sharon lambert gave the one-time stimulus payment to the hancock county food pantry the checks again part of the 2.2 trillion dollar economic recovery bill that gives $1,200 to individuals and $2,400 to married couples. Parents are also set to receive an additional $500 deal per child. Now, Lambert said she doesn't need the money and gifted it to the pantry to help feed hungry people in the county. She said that's what we all need to do, open our hearts first. A very, very good gesture. Mississippians over 16 years old are allowed to pick up food once a month from the pantry, while those under that age can get food every three months and that is helpful knowledge there. According to the state of Mississippi's Health Department, there have been 30,000, or rather, rather just over 3,000 coronavirus cases and 111 deaths in the state of Mississippi. And I had a chance to see Tate Reeves on, what was he, on Fox and Friends? I think it was Wednesday morning. And he talked about how his state, of course, suffering from the coronavirus, also got hit pretty hard by tornadoes. And many, many Mississippians lost their lives here this week 
because of that but at least on the wonderful mississippi gulf coast and that very special place of bay st louis sharon lambert helping out there with her fellow citizens donating her 1200 dollars relief check to the local food pantry see we have a great region do we not yes we do we've got some sports headlines to pass along to you some information on the college scene about whether or not we're going to have college football college sports period and a bunch of transfers and other related news for both football and basketball we've got that as part of our college sports spotlight and it's headed your way next Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next-day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like the amazing iPhone 11. Lease it for just $15 a month when you switch to Sprint. For now, shopping online at Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com today. iPhone 11, 64 gigabyte, $15 per month after 14, 17 monthly credit applied within two bills. Requires new line of service, 18 month lease, and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offer and coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee, taxes, and restrictions apply. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Just told you before the break about a Mississippi woman donating her stimulus check to the local food pantry in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. We have a very similar feel-good story coming from Wake Forest as the head coach did something pretty, pretty noble. We'll tell you about that in a handful of seconds. But right now, it's our college sports spotlight here as we wrap up a week of the Y'all Show. And this week, Mike Pence, the vice president, as well as the College Football Playoff Committee, they discussed college sports' 
differing dynamics in a teleconference that was held Wednesday about the impact of the coronavirus on college athletics. The committee, which comprises the 10 FBS commissioners and Notre Dame's athletic director, Jack Swarbrick, told Vice President Pence about how different college athletes, the landscape is that of professional leagues, how it's different from that, emphasizing the biggest difference is the closure of campuses around the country. And the athletic director at Notre Dame called it a pretty productive call there with the vice president. Now, according to the executive director of the College Football Playoff Committee, that would be Bill Hancock, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading epidemiologist, was not on this call. Those who did participate didn't discuss any potential financial implications or get into any scenarios for returning to practices or when the college football season might start. Well, that's one thing we all kind of are sitting on the edge of our chair wanting to know about. When are we going to get football back? That's a good question. Well, speaking of the coronavirus and more, Dr. Fauci, the aforementioned Dr. Anthony Fauci, is promoting fan-free return to sports, as he is our nation's top infectious diseases expert. And as we're sitting here talking about getting back to normal at some point from a sports protect perspective, of course, President Trump has mentioned that he wanted to see sports back. And now Fauci has told Snapchat's Peter Hamby as part of a week-long interview series, there's a way of getting back to sports. As he said, quote, nobody comes to the stadium. Put the players in big hotels, wherever you want to play, keep them very well surveilled and have them tested every single week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their family and just let them play the season out. I don't know how that would go over with college sports. I think there's a uh, been talk about possibly Major League Baseball having all its teams go to Arizona and play a lot of games there with no crowds and pretty much kind of have spring training plus. That is a possibility. But as far as college, I don't think that would be too well received now to that feel-good story coming out of wake forest as head coach dave clausen has volunteered for a pay cut amid the pandemic as the head coach of the demon deacons who makes over two million dollars if you want to know the exact amount two million one hundred eighty nine thousand dollars and 63 cents that's what he made in 2019 and now he's voluntarily taking a 10 percent pay cut to help wake forest and the university there amid the financial fallout caused by coronavirus now clausen joins wake forest president nathan hatch athletic director john curry and the university's cabinet and academic deans in taking the pay cut the university's other head coaches have also volunteered to take pay cuts though the school didn't specify whether they were all taking 10 percent cuts and clausen set to enter his seventh season there at wake has led the demon deacons to a program record four straight bowl appearances including three bowl wins he just signed an eight-year extension this last offseason so he might have been scheduled to make even more than that 2.1 million a year here in 2020 but a very great gesture there by coach dave clausen of the wake forest football team volunteering to take a pay cut here in this pandemic now if only Dabo Sweeney would take a 10% pay cut that would be right around 10 million a year he's making and I bet you knowing Dabo he's probably already done it now of course Clemson and Wake Forest and the ACC they generally do pretty well from a financial standpoint if you're in the group of five schools and some of the other programs out there in college sports this pandemic and the shutdown of universities and the chance that you might not even have football is really freaking out a lot of college programs around the country in fact five 
college football conference commissioners have asked the NCAA to relax requirements to compete in Division I for four years, including the minimum number of sports a school must sponsor. In a letter sent to the NCAA from the AAC, the Mountain West, the MAC, the Sunbelt Conference, and Conference USA, a letter sent to NCAA President Mark Emmert asked for temporary release from financial aid requirements along with average football attendance. The request was made on behalf of all 350 Division I schools. Those commissioners also asked that a moratorium be placed on schools moving into Division I for the length of the waiver. If you don't know this, in Division I FBS, you're supposed to average 15,000 fans in college football. A lot of schools don't meet that requirement. A lot of schools don't get close to that requirement, which to me, they knew that when they entered FBS football. If they can't pull that off, then why did they get a chance and have the opportunity to even move up i'm looking at you louisiana monroe i'm looking at you coastal carolina i'm looking at you maybe georgia state i'm not sure about their attendance but i know in past years they've really struggled there in atlanta there's a lot of other schools out there who really really sucked it up when it came to attendance and those schools in my opinion would have been just just fine staying at the fcs level where you don't have that fifteen thousand requirement But these schools all see the bright lights of big-time college football, of which they're not in, by the way. There's the Power Five, and then there's the Group of Five. And so they're seeing this real problem here. And speaking of the Group of Five, let me go ahead and tell you that on Tuesday of next week, we're going to have a Group of Five representative come on our show as we're going to go to Mobile, Alabama, And the voice of the South Alabama Jaguars is going to be coming on our show to talk about his school and what's going on in the Sunbelt Conference. J.D. Byers will be on to break down the Jags. They're getting ready to enter a new stadium, the Hancock-Whitney Stadium. Beautiful structure there on the campus of the University of South Alabama. And so it'll be all Jags talk and Sunbelt Conference talk with J.D. Byers when he's on our show Tuesday. So we're giving the group of five schools some love here on the y'all show so don't think that i'm being too hateful in fact south alabama has pushed that attendance thing to the edge in the past as well now with a new stadium they might not have a problem with that for quite some time i'll 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 actually ask jd about all this when we have a chance to converse on tuesday of next week now to more headlines and how about this because of the pandemic Most of our college athletes are sitting at home having to take classes right now, and they're also having meetings virtually through Zoom and other online options. Well, if you're a Navy football player, you're expected to go to class, right? Of course you are. Well, how about the fact that you might be, let's say, from another country or perhaps from another state a long way from Annapolis? (laughs) Well, guess what? Navy slotback Keone Cordell Makako He is a Navy midshipman football player, and unfortunately, his school is located in Annapolis, Maryland. He lives in Hawaii, and as the United States Naval Academy, just like every college it looks like in the country, has kind of shut down for right now, he's got to go to class. And so, Mr. Makakao, or however his name is pronounced there, he has to get up and be ready to take class online at 3.30 Hawaii time, And everybody in Annapolis, I guess it's 9 o'clock there or 9.30. And he's among thousands of college students that are having to take online classes. And 
he's not the only one i'm sure in hawaii if you, if you live in hawaii but you go to schools in the mainland <laughs> you're having to get up or do things extremely different right now i guess the good news for him is he's done with school likely before lunchtime each day then he's got the rest of the day to go hang 10 on the surf there of hawaii but maybe a big year in 2019 on the gridiron out of the american athletic conference of course they almost had a chance to play for their conference championship and then they got a good chance to go to the liberty bowl and they defeated the kansas state wildcats there in memphis at the end of 2019 so congratulations midshipmen and unfortunately for some of your players it's an early day at 3 30 how would you like to start your college classes at 3 30 in the morning doesn't sound like a lot of fun does it Bo Nix is getting ready to start his second year as the quarterback for the Auburn Tigers, and he's taking advantage of the coronavirus shutdown to do a little training as the QB for the Tigers has now trained with Joe Burrow, the possible Cincinnati Bengals first pick in the NFL draft here in a couple of days. He also has trained with Sam Darnold, the New York Jets QB, as he started all 13 games that Bo Nix did for the Auburn Tigers as a true freshman last season. And he recently traveled to Dana Point, California, and trained alongside Burrow as well as Sam Darnold, who, of course, played collegiately at the USC Trojans. So a good opportunity here, trying to make the best of a bad situation, Bo Nix, as he got a little training in. And I I don't know how to go from where he is in Alabama to California right now. I I don't know about y'all, but I, I wouldn't be wanting to fly personally right now. But people are doing it. I know the airlines are taking it on the chin, but some people still have to fly. And Bo Nix, he took flight to California to be a better quarterback, and perhaps now those balls will be flying for the Auburn Tigers in 2020. Now to some college basketball news. The leading scorer of the Florida Gators for last year, Keontae Johnson, is now decided to wait on the NBA draft, and he joins Scotty Lewis in evidently returning to play for Michael White and the Florida Gator program. So that's good news, Gator basketball fans, as he evidently might be putting off his plans to go to the association in this 2020 NBA draft. Now to the Alabama Crimson Tide basketball program. They just received a couple of signatures for Nate Oates' basketball program as the Crimson Tide got a couple of transfers in. Jordan Bruner from Yale, he's a five-star guard. They also got Josh Primo and Keon Ellis and forward Darius Miles all signed with Alabama Wednesday during the first day of the spring signing period. So a welcome addition to Coach Oates and the Alabama basketball program with four inbound Crimson Tide basketball players now the ucla bruins are adding former kentucky wildcat johnny juzang and also guard jalen clark as ucla adding these guards to their 2021 recruiting class and that again includes kentucky transfer johnny juzang as they got that information as juzang started two of the 28 games for kentucky last year averaging 2.9 points and 1.9 rebounds a game so a big blue nation now going to that uh, powder blue school in the big city of la now the arkansas razorbacks are also getting a couple of graduate transfers 
Vance Jackson and Jalen Tate are going to be joining the Arkansas men's basketball program. The school announced this on Wednesday. Jackson's a 230-pound forward who started his college career playing at Connecticut before playing two seasons for the New Mexico Lobos, averaging 10.8 points per game. Gosh, three college basketball programs in, what, four years for this guy, Vance Jackson. Also, you're having a transfer into the program as Tate played three seasons for the Crusaders, I think they are, of the University of Northern Kentucky. Last season, he led the Horizon League with their Defensive Player of the Year honors and also was the MVP of that conference's tournament, averaging 13.9 points per game. So again, Jalen Tate transferring in from NKU and also Vance Jackson coming in from the New Mexico Lobos going to the Arkansas Razorbacks basketball program. A couple of graduate transfers for Oklahoma State as Farron Flavors Jr. has committed to Oklahoma State, and that gives Oklahoma State a top 10 recruiting class and a much-needed thing because Oklahoma State really was awful last year and needs all the help they can get, and this is a huge, huge benefit there for the Cowboys basketball program. Oklahoma State also signed four-star recruits Donovan Williams, Mr. Basketball in the state of Nebraska, as well as Canada's Matthew Alexander Moncrief, who has international experience all coming to play for the Oklahoma State Cowboys, the Pokes here in the future. Now back to some stories from Wake Forest. This from the basketball world, as Wake Forest basketball player Sean D. Brown is entering the draft and transfer portal. He was a junior last year for Danny Manning there for the Demon Deeks, and he announced his plans on a social media post Wednesday. He's a six foot five guard from Orlando. Said he plans to maintain his college eligibility even while going through the NBA draft process. Wishing Mr. Brown all the best and to the women's college basketball front we've got some details now on the new hire of mississippi state as they got a new women's basketball coach following vic schaefer's decision to leave starkville and head over to austin to be the head coach of the texas longhorns women's basketball program as in mississippi state immediately turned to nikki pinson to be the new basketball coach of the lady bulldogs now of course she played at tennessee where she was nikki mccray there for coach pat summit she's also had experience coaching in the sec as she was an assistant coach for don staley at south carolina prior to going to old dominion where she was the monarchs head coach for the last couple of years mississippi state john cohen that's the athletic director there at state he hired this coach coach pinson to come to stark vegas and we know now that she was given a four-year contract worth $750,000 annually to coach the Mississippi State women's basketball program. So, again, the former Nikki McCray, now Nikki Pinson, the new coach of the Mississippi State women's basketball program, filling in for Vic Schaefer as he's taken off to Texas. And MSU, again, one of the best programs in women's college basketball the last couple of years and that's a quick look at sports headlines from a college angle here as we wind our way through this first hour of our end of the week fun show called y'all when we come back we're going to rewind back to wednesday we've got some more college sports notes to pass along jonathan lifeite is our acc insider and we've got a little bit of our conversation with him from wednesday and that's part of our icymi in case y'all missed it and it's coming up next 
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like a Samsung Galaxy phone. Lease it for just $0 a month when you switch. And when you shop on Sprint.com, you'll get a $100 prepaid MasterCard too. For now, Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com today. Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus, $0 per month after $41.67 per month credit. Apply within two bills. Requires 18-month lease, new line of service, and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offering coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee taxes and restrictions apply. $100 prepaid MasterCard requires port and online registration. Ships after 45 days. Card terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Member FDSE. We're back on y'all talking about the South, and on Wednesdays we have Jonathan Lifei join us for our Atlantic Coast Conference spotlight of what's going on in the ACC. Jonathan was on Wednesday. We're going to rewind back to that point of our show now on today's y'all show as part of our ICYMI. In case y'all missed it, Jonathan's going to talk a little football. What's going on with the 2020 prospects of playing football here, as well as some other notes from the ACC. Here's Jonathan of CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network. Even if they went to a reduced uh, schedule, they're still going to have the playoff. There's way too much uh, money involved, and, and things should pretty well be blown over by then. I mean, you would expect that, uh, that uh, you know, all the measures and everything, at some point you kind of just got to go, all right, we're going to live. And it may be some interesting ways they'll pull it off but there will be a playoff and i and this does not surprise me breaking news on the y'all show jonathan life says there will be a football season and a college football playoff i believe there will be well you just said it so we can go to the bank with it yeah sure go right ahead all right well that's good don't take my money with you okay well if you're a football fan Yeah, we should have some kind of playoff. We should have some kind of championship in football, for goodness sakes. They just stole college basketball away. They just stole college baseball away. Why not have a little football going on later this year? But again, according to Bill Hancock, the executive director of the college football playoff, we're planning on a CFP. That's good news. Of course, the CFP 
the reason we're even talking about it not happening is because of COVID-19. And Jonathan, I didn't realize that COVID-19 directly affected at least one member of the ACC as Tony Baselli is a, uh, rather Andrew Baselli is an offensive lineman for Florida State. His father, Tony Baselli, also, they both had COVID-19. Luckily, the offensive lineman, Andrew, came through this. But what more can you tell us about this news out of Tallahassee? Andrew actually uh, fought it uh, for probably, uh, I don't know, three or four days. And then his father got a little bit further along. And then they ended up, he never had to go on an intubator. Oh. Uh, but he did he did pull through so he, he did he did not lose his life thank that. you for that information and that clarification i jonathan sadly with more than 20 something thousand people that have died we just kind of assume when a story comes out about somebody that they probably died and that's a sad thing to admit but a good story there in the pandemic where we don't have a lot of great stories this a direct effect have you heard of any other acc players who've had the virus None at this point. I'm sure there were others that we don't know about, but uh, none that have come out. And you won't probably won't see too many schools reveal it um, because of HIPAA and that type of thing. Um, if it does come out, it'll come out directly from the, from the players, uh, and and they'll go from there. All right, Baselli is a red shirt senior for Mike Norville's Florida State football program. He appeared in ten games with two starts at center last season, and luckily for him. He had no underlying conditions that could have been part of the reason. The six foot five, three hundred twenty-one pound center, uh, center also, along with his father, are coming through the positive side of COVID nineteen and continued success as they have to endure the hardship of the coronavirus. More Florida State news: Fabian Lovett, who was at Mississippi State, you might remember Mike Leach put out a tweet here recently where it had a noose on it. It had a picture of a woman knitting a noose. It was a meme that went out from his Twitter account. And after that, two Mississippi State players said they were going to leave Mississippi State and transfer elsewhere. And now we know Fabian Lovett, who is, a, I think, a former conquistador at Olive Branch High School in, Ox- in uh, Olive Branch, Mississippi. He has announced that he's going to be transferring to Florida State. A unique way to transfer. Yeah, it is, and a unique reason. And uh, I guess uh, uh, Mike Leach, who really probably hasn't spent that much time in the South, just got a uh, a hard lesson on some of the uh, cultural significance of certain of certain items, uh, and probably won't be repeating that particular offense again. I would assume. From our Wednesday conversation with ACC insider Jonathan Lifeite. That was our ICYMI for the week, in case y'all missed it. And to hear Jonathan's full ACC report, just go into our archives at y'all.com or find the Y'all Show on any of the podcast apps like iHeartRadio or the TuneIn app or Apple Podcasts and hear that show as well as all of the shows that we produce here. Listen to them at your leisure and in their entirety. Awesome, awesome information. When we come back in hour two, we'll get it going with David Lee Murphy music, and then we're going to go to the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. Tim Atwood was the pianist there on the Grand Ole Opry stage for many, many decades. He's going to be on with us. We're going to learn more about this talented singer, musician, and just great entertainer, and we'll find out what's going on with him now as we'll get a great interview with Tim Atwood, plus we'll have hashtag Huddlebaloo and a quick look at some movie info as well as the just-released schedule for the PGA Tour, a revised schedule due to the coronavirus. All that's ahead an hour or two of The Y'all Show. 
Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next-day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like the amazing iPhone 11. Lease it for just $15 a month when you switch to Sprint. For now, shopping online at Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com today. iPhone 11, 64 gigabyte, $15 per month after 14, 17 monthly credit applied within two bills. Requires new line of service, 18 month lease, and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offer and coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee, taxes, and restrictions apply. Woo! Let's get crazy! In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in! Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit stoptextsstoprex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Starting up another hour of the Y'all Show, we've come to the end of the week. David Lee Murphy's on board to get us to a party crowd. We've got Tim Atwood coming up right after this one. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming them back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow 
takes my truck to take my keys and lock them up tight let the good times flow and I worry about tomorrow when it comes to life the night's still young and I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around with the Jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here I'm fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd Let me hear you It's time to sing Night, I'm looking for a party crown Slamming them back And laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick The blues can't hang around Get your weekend going Right now on the Y'all Show Jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crown David Lee Murphy getting us ready for fun. Looking for a party crowd, slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around. It might be a lonely party crowd here due to the coronavirus. <laughs> Jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here or fighting over there. I'm making the rounds and we're talking about y'all here on the y'all show taking you back to 1995 i think the year for that one a big hit for mca records artist david lee murphy we are the show that covers everything southern and of course mca based in nashville nashville music city usa where it wouldn't be that name if not for something called the Grand Ole Opry. The Grand Ole Opry beginning in 1925, the longest-running radio program in the United States, and it might just be the longest-running radio show in the entire world. Even with the pandemic that we're experiencing right now, the Grand Ole Opry continues. They don't have an audience. You can tune in on Saturday nights on the Circle Network. It's also on online options like the Circle Network on Facebook. And I've done this a couple of times already, and it's pretty neat to see the Grand Ole Opry live. It's one of the few things going on live right now, the Grand Ole Opry. And for many, many decades, our next guest was a big part of the Grand Ole Opry. And we're going to bring on Tim Atwood to the program, and he's going to talk about his career as the keyboardist on the Grand Ole Opry stage and some of the great memories. And this guy also has one heck of a story. He's the entertainer's entertainer. And let's go now and bring on to the program Tim Atwood, a longtime Grand Ole Opry keyboardist to the Y'all Show. Welcome into the show, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Well, we're so glad to catch up with you, Tim, as your guy who, of course, if you ever went to the Grand Ole Opry stage for a long, long time, you were a big part of that. You were back there just hammering away, and you also got to sing a few songs along the way as well. I did. Uh, 
I used to do some duets with Jeannie Seeley. And then when Mr. Acuff found out I could sing, he was letting me sing four or five songs every matinee and every night. I was just like, it was the coolest thing because Roy Acuff let me sing on his portion. Is that right? How did you end up going to the Grand Ole Opry and coming to Nashville? What was that backstory? Well, uh, I moved to Nashville when I was 20 years old. Uh, I started to work with a guy by the name of Bell Street. And I worked with Mel Street for a little while. Then I went to work with Jim Ed Brown and Helen Cornelius. And uh, we were doing the TV show, Nashville on the Road. And uh, Jerry Whitehurst was the staff piano player at the Grand Ole Opry. But he was also our music director. And he heard me play and he asked me one day, he said, if you'll just get off the road, anything I can't do or don't want to do, I'll call you first. So I got off the road in uh, 1979 and started working at the Grand Ole Opry as a sub in 1980 and i worked from 1980 all the way up to uh, 2014 so uh it was just god just blessed me that's all i can say and again if you tuned into the grand Ole opry for many years if you caught it on the nashville network you might have seen tim back there playing for the 80s and 90s when they used to broadcast that and people like roy acuff a huge part of the grand Ole opry and you mentioned Jeannie seeley you played there i even saw a great duet in fact let me play that right now on today's y'all show the video for this this is you and Jeannie seeley singing the tanya tucker t graham brown duet of tell me about it and this is probably 1993 94 somewhere in that timeline when you got a chance to go out there and play and again sing on the grand Ole opry stage with Jeannie seeley who i guess you've played with her a lot i mean tell us the exact years that you were on the opry well uh like i said i started in 1976 with jim ed brown uh i moved to nashville in august of 1976 and november 6th of 1976 i played the opry for the first time and of course the guys that i worked with on the road they were all knew how green i was i'd never been out on the road never done anything like that and they said well if you're playing the opry and you feel jerry whitehurst come over and put his hand on your left shoulder get up because you have screwed up <laughs> and they let whitehurst in on it so i'm playing and all of a sudden, I feel his hand on my left shoulder. I went, oh, my gosh, my opera career is over. I'm only about halfway through a song. And I stood up, and he goes, sit your butt down. He said, we're just playing with you. But, uh, yeah, I worked uh, w- for years uh, as a sub, but I also worked as a permanent member uh, for over 30 years. I, uh, I had a great time. Worked with everybody from Roy Cuff, Vince Gill, uh, Garth Brooks. Harry Underwood, you just name it. Uh, I've just been so lucky and fortunate to be at the right place at the right time. Yep. We're talking with Tim Atwood, a keyboardist and a longtime member of the Grand Ole Opry as far as the band that played on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. And as a guy myself who used to have an office in the back of the Grand Ole Opry house, I even worked with a lady named Roxanne, who Tim knows pretty well, his wife of many, many years. So congratulations on that feat. Got you a Louisiana girl and we're we're happy for you there but the opry specifically the way they have that thing set up is if you've never been to the opry essentially an artist will come out and play between two and three songs and normally most of those songs are performed by the the house band tim atwood and his fellow opry 
band members. And from what I understand, there's not really hardly any rehearsal, if if at all, that goes into the various songs that are played on an Opry performance. So tell me, how many songs are played on an Opry on a typical day, and do you actually rehearse at all? Well, uh, we later on, when I first started, there wasn't a lot of rehearsal. Uh, the later it got in the years, uh, we had lots of rehearsal, but uh, there were times uh, when Trace Atkins first hit. He had that song, Every uh, Light, the, uh, Every, ha- uh, Light Every- in the House is On. Mm-hmm. Uh, they booked him like at 7 o'clock that night. He showed up at 9, and we listened to the song once, and we listened to it the second time. We never rehearsed with Trace. We just went out. They put the chart, the number chart, right in front of us, and we just played it. <laughs> and uh, we had that happen a lot. I mean, there were people that you didn't have a chance to rehearse. They just throw a chart in front of you, and you just play. So it makes you think on your feet real good. Did it sound pretty good? They were nerve-wracking times, but at the same time, it was fun to really pull something like that off. And how did you do, looking back? Did y'all do a good job? Oh, we did okay. <laughs> no, we we really did good it, that staff band was just phenomenal it still is uh they played on uh, just about anybody's records you can think of uh it's a great band and everybody does their homework you come in uh on that night and you just do your part and it sounds like we've been doing it for years we're talking and visiting with tim atwood and special guest tim tell us about your friend there in the background Oh, there's not enough time. My friend over here in the background on this side is my little dog, Jazz. But I know you're asking about Roxanne. No, I'm actually Roxanne. asking about Jazz. We've already talked about Roxanne. <laughs> oh, there's Jazz. Yeah. There you go. I didn't know that. I thought you were talking about Roxanne. <laughs> no. Jazz? How long you had Jazz? We've had Jazz about four years. Uh, he's a rescue dog. And uh, we, uh, when we got him, I was on the road a lot. I'd been uh, out on the road uh, with Ronnie McDowell and some other folks doing a big concert series. And uh, we got jazz because Roxanne did not want to be in the house by herself. So uh, we got jazz, and he is truly a blessing. He's one of the, the best little dogs, and uh, we just enjoy him so much. Well, one of the reasons we have Tim Atwood on today's Y'all Show, in addition to his incredible musical prowess, he's got a lot of stories to tell. So you're called the Entertainer's Entertainer, Tim. So tell me some of the entertaining things that have happened with you and and also your fellow musicians that that are at least suitable for the Y'all audience. Well, uh, like I said, I spent so many years on the Opry, and I watched what I considered were the best entertainers, uh, Jimmy Dickens, Porter Wagner, Roy Acuff, G.D. Seeley, Bill Anderson. I mean, the list goes on. And I watched them night after night and going, I can do that if I just put my mind to it. I know I can be an entertainer. And uh, that's what I do. I'm going to sing a couple songs. I'm going to get a, a song that will tug at your heart. Then I'm going to get you a song that's clapping. Then I'm going to turn around and tell a couple jokes, just like Jimmy Dickens and Porter used to do. Uh, I love good old corny jokes. I mean, I just love to hear people laugh almost as much as I love to hear the applause. Minnie Pearl once said, uh, applause to an entertainer, like making love to an old maid. You just can't (laughs) overdo it. 
I like that. Of course, you worked with Minnie Pearl there at the Opry before she passed away in the early 90s. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, I loved it. Uh, back in the day, I was probably 24, 25, I was working the Opry. And Miss Minnie would come out, and I had grown a full beard. It was the late seven. And uh, Miss Minnie would come out on stage, and she'd turn to me, and she said, Look at him, girls. Ain't he pretty? And, of course, everybody kind of laughed. And she would walk over to me. She'd make me stand up from the piano bench. She would grab my face and kiss me right on the lips and then turn around to the audience and say, You know how it is, girls. You don't mind going through a little brush to get to a picnic. <laughs> well, I don't know how much comedy you're putting into your performances. As you said, you're on the road some, and you're also appearing on television shows as a keyboardist and singer as well. In fact, we've got a clip here from Larry's Country Diner where you were on that not all that long ago and had a chance to maybe tune in to maybe RFD or one of the networks that has that. So how often do we see Tim Atwood performing around the country? Well, that's all I do now. I love to go out. I love to perform. I just, uh, I enjoy people. And uh, right now it's kind of tough, you know. Uh, I'm enjoying Roxanne, but I'd like to see somebody else for just a few minutes. Well, you got jazz. Oh, we got jazz, yeah. He takes up a lot of time. Yeah. Well, again, you're a keyboardist, and you're able to sing and perform keyboard. And I got to I gotta make a statement here. You don't have to necessarily agree with me, but I don't think keyboards are getting quite the amount of volume and appreciation in today's modern country music as we have seen in the past. It seems like that darn guitar gets a lot more praise and a lot more FaceTime than the keyboards. What what can we do to save keyboards? Well, you know what? I've played keyboards now for, let's see, 50 years I've been playing keyboards. Uh, I do, I'm like you. Everything you hear anymore is more guitar-driven. There's not a lot of piano stuff. But originally, Nashville had uh, Owen Bradley, who produced uh, Loretta Lynn and Brenda Lee and a bunch of them, and he was a piano player. And uh, there was a lot of piano back then. Patsy Cline stuff that he did. There was a lot of piano in that. But uh, today's market's a little different than it was back then. And uh, I think keyboard will get its opportunity to come back around. I'm hoping so, anyhow. Okay. Well, we'll check out your information and what all's going on. Go to the website, timatwood.com, where hopefully soon, Tim, you're going to have some tour dates that people can come see you in concert. That would be a nice thing. And catch up with all that. Do you have any CDs available right now that people can purchase? Well, I have three CDs right now. Uh, one of them's called Buy This Piano Drink. Uh, the other one is Old Time Religion. I started out in gospel music, so I did a gospel music tribute. And then my, uh, the newest album I have out right now is called Live of the Dream, and uh, it's got some great material on it. And I'm so excited because uh, we just started the fourth CD. I can't believe I'm almost ready to have four CDs out at my age. <laughs> but uh, I really am. I'm excited about this new project. There's some great stuff coming out on it. Uh, it should be out later on this year. All right. Check it out again. Go to timatwood.com. That's the website. Tim, 
thank you for coming on our show today. Also want to thank Roxanne and, of course, Jazz for giving us a little time. And, and now we'll let you go back to Jazz time if you'd like. But thank you again, and congratulations on your many decades of playing keyboards and being on the Grand Ole Opry. And we look forward to following your career even more. Well, I sure appreciate it. I hope you have a blessed day. John, thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you all. More of the Y'all Show continues after this break. Don't you go anywhere. We've got hashtag hullabaloo coming to get the weekend going. This is the Y'all Show. When they try and take my rights away, I'll proudly stand and tell them no. It ain't going to happen. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next-day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like the amazing iPhone 11. Lease it for just $15 a month when you switch to Sprint. For now, shopping online at Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com today iPhone 11, 64 gigabyte, $15 per month after 14, 17 monthly credit applied within two bills. Requires new line of service, 18 month lease, and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offer and coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee, taxes, and restrictions apply. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Hashtag hullabaloo. That's where we are on this end of the week fun of the y'all show where we accentuate the South. We are talk with a Southern accent. And on hashtag hullabaloo, this is where Instagram and Facebook and Twitter all kind of come together in a nice happy home. And we call out the junk and give you the fun stuff here as part of hashtag hullabaloo and we'll start off right now with a tweet courtesy of so salty that's salt phoenix on twitter as they write i live on a volcano on purpose not sure why anybody would do that 
Well, evidently, you don't live in the south. To my knowledge, we don't have a single volcano here in Dixie, so so salty. I don't know why we're reading our tweet from you today, but maybe there's a reason. Okay, here's the reason, if you want to know the truth. As So Salty writes, Women in the South still out here not leaving the house without makeup and hair done. I don't miss the South, not even a little. I can fry vegetables and bacon grease just fine from here. Okay, well, you're being a smarty pants. You, evidently, are either a a Benedict Arnold of the South, now living, evidently, in Phoenix because your Twitter handle is Salt phoenix because you're so salty or you're just a hater so salty again as she wrote women in the south still out here not leaving the house without makeup and hair done okay you need to learn a little bit better english there in phoenix she also writes i don't miss the south not even a little i can fry vegetables and bacon grease just fine from here so what are you saying that if you leave the house with makeup on and your hair just right then that's a good that's a bad thing it looks like you you don't like that and i know for a fact it might not be the majority but women of the south they do police themselves and they do like to often leave the house with makeup on and their hair done as you say because that's that's just what they want to do that's their i think that guy what was it bobby bobby somebody I think he's married to Whitney Houston at one point. It's his prerogative. Well, it's their prerogative there if they want to go out and, and go on the town with their beautiful makeup and hair done. Now, that's one reason there's something called a baseball cap. If you don't want to fool with a baseball your, your hair, if you don't want it done, you can slip on a nice baseball cap, which gives me the perfect opportunity to segue and promote y'all and the y'all baseball caps. We're going to be adding a link here pretty soon, but we got some awesome y'all ball caps in red, black, light blue, and also pink. Really, really hot, hot items. And I wear mine often. So we'll have to give you the link here pretty soon. I, I don't have that quite set up, but yeah, if you had a y'all ball cap there, so salty. You could sport that around Phoenix. And then you also could go back and fry vegetables and bacon grease if you want to do that. That That's your prerogative so salty. All right, you're getting me a little salty talking about all this. Up next is a tweet courtesy of Coffee and Opinions at Coffee underscore LGB. Not lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, queer. It's just LGB. It might be their initials. Coffee and Opinions, as they have a quote here in their profile, courtesy of Theodore Roosevelt. No one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Hey, very good, Teddy. Appreciate that. As Coffee and Opinions writes on Twitter this week, daughter goes to her OBGYN appointment. No one is wearing a mask except her. Not the nurses, not the doc. I'm perplexed. Hashtag the South, hashtag Alabama, hashtag COVID idiots. <laughs> that from a woman who's sharing her opinion, coffee and opinions. Well, I don't know if it's a woman. It says that coffee and opinions is gender neutral. She wrote that her daughter goes to the OBGYN appointment. I doubt too many daughters go to OBGYN appointments with their father. I could be wrong. Now, as a parent, before my child was hatched, I went to the OBGYN as a good good husband and a good to-be father. 
and went there i would guess half of the appointments i went to and uh, i think that's a noble thing to do for us fellas to go to the OBGYN appointment assuming our wives girlfriends or mistresses or whatever we got that's going to be downloading a baby are okay with that and assuming the doctors but some of this might have changed there might be laws now in place where you can't have a for privacy reasons or for the me too reasons no telling maybe maybe it's actually just the reverse maybe because we know there have been some people in the medical industry that have taken advantage of women and kind of these OBGYN and other doctor type visits that it might be better to have a trusted person with them in the same room I don't know I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV either but yeah this does bring up a point from coffee and opinions that I want to get y'all's opinion on not necessarily OBGYN I I don't really go to I don't want to really go down that road here on the show but I will tell you that the mask wearing thing are are y'all okay with that I'm just I'm having some real issues I don't own a mask I don't want to wear a mask if I'm forced to wear one I guess I'll have to and it looks like some areas of our country are forcing people to wear masks I don't know if that's constitutional I mean we when have we ever had a rule in our country that says what you can wear and what you can't wear or what you're supposed to wear and I realize this is a health crisis we have but I just don't I don't want to wear a mask. And I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and call people out on it. I think they're just goofy as heck to see people wearing masks. I just, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being petty. And I might be the one that succumbs to this illness any day now because I didn't wear a mask. But there was, remember, not long ago, people were saying wearing a mask doesn't matter. It's really only important for people to wear a mask if they are testing positive for the coronavirus. The mask doesn't keep you from getting the coronavirus, supposedly. I, no one really knows. This thing's been so, so scary and so darn unpredictable that I, it's hard to believe anything until we have a, a nice solution to this thing. When we have a pill that you can take or a shot that you can take, a vaccine to get rid of it. My, my question is, if you weren't thinking ahead, and I certainly wasn't thinking that far ahead when it came to wearing a mask, how do you even get a mask right now? I'm seeing things pop up constantly when I'm on social media about these face shields you can buy where it looks like you're it's like a hat with a big old plastic shield in front of you. <laughs> Are we going to start wearing those around everywhere? I understand if you're going to be working in a hospital and you're going to be going into surgery wearing something like that, but I think some of this is a little bit it just even if it's overreacting it just you can't deny that it's just goofy as heck to be walking around wearing masks i see people driving down the highway wearing masks people that are young people that are old people of all colors people of all ethnic groups it's just uh, are all uh, not only ethnic groups people of all classes rich poor and like me somewhere in between one day rich one day poor usually i I just maybe i just need a good one that's not so apparent i think i think i've heard somewhere that this virus essentially enters your body right there through the end of your nose you you breathe it in why don't we all just wear 
clothespins on our nose. I, those are a lot more available, I would think, than even masks. I don't want to go wearing a mask and it not be available for all the people who really need it a lot more than me. The people that are more prone to getting coronavirus, the people working in our healthcare system. I mean, the whole world can't have all of a sudden 50 masks laying beside them ready for them to use. We just don't have that many. And I don't know if we'll ever have that many. And unfortunately, one of the problems with the virus, it's proven how dependent we are on China. And so is China making zillions of masks right now? I doubt it because they've been shut down. So my point is masks are kind of goofy. I don't care. Maybe they're a good thing, but I'm, they're still goofy. And you can't even find them. I, I've, I've yet to go into a store and be pointed or it's at least been very apparent. And this includes pharmacies that they have masks available. If, if, if states and cities are thinking about requiring people to wear these things, then they ought to be right there by the bubble gum when you walk in a store. And I haven't seen that. I doubt because they have them. Remember, we've had problems with PPE showing up in places. What a mess. Crystal Haney, at the Crystal Haney, is on Twitter. She is a CEO, a consultant and homeschooling mom, a former Navy helicopter pilot, a Citadel graduate. All right, go Bulldogs. I wonder what class Crystal Haney is. And she's also Mrs. Fitness USA and Natural Olympia 2014. I need to know who the heck Crystal Haney is. I don't know who this is. Crystal Haney wrote, wrote on Twitter this week, All of my best for a speedy recovery, and may those lost rest in peace the South. And she's referencing this week's tornado outbreak that I don't know where you're located there, Crystal, but in South Carolina where the mighty citadel on the banks of the Ashley River, the military college of South Carolina is located. South Carolina, as we mentioned on Thursday show, had its deadliest outbreak of tornadoes since 1984. I think it was 13 total deaths in South Carolina. We had lives lost in Georgia and Alabama and Mississippi and I think Louisiana, I think. I just found out in a story that I was scanning before the show started today that more than 100 tornadoes from this outbreak on Easter Sunday into Monday, more than 100 tornadoes were tracked from Texas to Maryland here in the southeast. So we're talking Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, a lot of people lost their lives in the Chattanooga area. I think I saw where a four-year-old kid was killed or succumbed to their injuries from this tornado there in Hamilton County. So it was a rough week from a tornado perspective. And Crystal Haney, thank you for your very, very kind words here. As she says again, all of my best for a speedy recovery and may those lost rest in peace, the South from Crystal Haney. Again, Miss Fitness USA, INBA Miss Fitness USA, and Natural Olympia 2014. Sounds like Crystal Haney could, uh, could put a little hurting on me and maybe you too if, if, if given the opportunity. Wouldn't want to meet her in a street fight anytime soon. That wraps up our hashtag hullabaloo here on today's Y'all Show. When we come back, the 50 best movies on Amazon Prime Video right now. We're not going to go through all 50, but we're going to share some of the big ones that are available for you to stream this weekend since you can't go see a new movie at your local theater. 
Also, the PGA Tour has revised its schedule. They're trying to get golf going in June in Fort Worth. We'll tell you about that and the rest of the tour for the golfers, as well as the first NFL player to come down with the coronavirus. We'll have info on that. And Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are the Bucks supposed to be better than his old employer, the Patriots, in 2020? Well, according to the bookies out in Vegas, <laughs> that just might be the case. We'll tell you why and how and who. All that coming up in our final segment of this, The Y'all Show. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next-day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like a Samsung Galaxy phone. Lease it for just $0 a month when you switch. And when you shop on Sprint.com, you'll get a $100 prepaid MasterCard, too. For now, Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com today. Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus, $0 per month after $41.67 per month credit. Apply within two bills. Requires 18-month lease, new line of service, and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offering coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee taxes and restrictions apply. $100 prepaid MasterCard requires port and online registration. Ships after 45 days. Card terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Member FDSC. up this final segment of the last show of the week here i want to thank again earlier in the hour we had tim atwood from nashville joining us and a fantastic interview if you missed that encourage you to listen to it various podcast options including apple Podcasts to hear today's show 
But also go to our Y'all Show on Facebook. We have a Facebook page for The Y'all Show. We also have y'all.com on Facebook, and you'll be able to access the television version of our interview with Tim Atwood. A fun conversation. In fact, our fun conversation that involves music acts continues next week. Join us as we'll have an interview with Lynn Anderson's daughter. We lost the Rose Garden singer back in 2015. Her daughter, Lisa Sutton, is keeping Lynn Anderson's memory alive. And there's some really, really fantastic stuff coming right now from ter- in terms of Lynn Anderson albums being available. There's a new Rose that you could check out as Mother's Day is approaching. A Lynn Anderson Rose is available and so much more. In fact, Lisa's going to be selling some of Lynn Anderson's items here in the next few weeks and she'll talk about all that when we have her on and we'll try to squeeze that in on, let's see here, Thursday of next week. We'll try to have Lisa Sutton, daughter of Lynn Anderson on. So make sure you tune into that as we're adding more and more interviews more and more video interviews on this the show that's all about the south well you couldn't go view movies at the theater this weekend so and you might could view it on a download so while we have downloads on our mind courtesy of the y'all tv episodes that are available on our facebook page and at y'all.com if you're not watching y'all videos you might want to watch videos at Amazon as Amazon Prime. They've got the 50 best movies according to Amazon Prime right now at digitaltrends.com. And some of the movies they've got listed in the mix for movies to check out. The Avengers from back in 2012. Honey Boy from 2019. That's got Shia LaBeouf. He's in that. True Grit 2010. That's got the remake of that famous John Wayne movie. And Reuben Cogburn, Rooster Cogburn, portrayed by Jeff Bridges in that particular film fallout mission impossible tom cruise stars in that one that's one of the top amazon prime downloads these are if you have the amazon prime package you don't have to pay anything extra to view these movies high life is one of the movies you can check out the lost city of z on amazon prime available for you to include from 1985 clue that's based on the famous board game worth a check there how about steve mcqueen this great film war movie 1963's the great escape if you want to see steve mcqueen scoot around italy on a motor motor scooter that's a fantastic movie to view also cold war that came out in 2018 the blacks blast black man and san francisco sounds like a song doesn't it that came out in 2019 and that's one of the amazon prime movies worth a worth a view the report that's out. Adam Driver is one of the stars of that, as well as Annette Benning. It's a Wonderful Life. You never can miss that. In fact, It's a Wonderful Life. I've got a video copy that somebody gave me on Christmas Day this year. I have never seen this 1946 Jimmy Stewart movie. And a friend of mine gives away free copies of this to anybody that he runs across. And he must have ordered a couple of hundred of these things. And I've got right here the Paramount, Paramount DVD of it's a wonderful life the platinum anniversary edition so if you're not lucky and have an actual dvd you can hold in your hand like i've got right now check out courtesy of amazon prime it's a wonderful life filmed in 1946 what's amazing about that is that's right after world war ii of which jimmy stewart served as an army aviator in the war platoon another war movie from 1986 that's got charlie sheen the oliver stone directed film fantastic project the speaking of projects the florida project of 2017 is available as well as manchester by sea that's out right now on amazon prime and i'll just pick up one more the handmaiden from 2016 all part of your amazon prime 
if you're a part of that package, you can watch these movies. And so you got plenty of weekend movies to view since you can't go to the theater. You can view them right now on Amazon Prime. Now to the world of sports, the PGA Tour looks like they're going to be the first major sport that's going to try to get things going here soon. After this coronavirus has shut everything down, the PGA Tour on Thursday released a revised schedule and they target June 11th as the return for the PGA Tour. And they're going to target the Charles Schwab Challenge that at Fort Worth, Texas as the first event of the year. As this is set for June 11th through June 14th, all this assuming health and government officials allow it, considering the pandemic's going on, and it would be played at Historic Colonial Country Club there in Fort Worth, Texas. So if that's the first event of the year, let me run through this revived schedule of the PGA Tour and tell you what's happening, and hope we, hopefully we can squeeze all these in. So if June 11th, the Charles Schwab Challenge with a purse of $7.5 million on the line, then the following tournament would be June 18th through 21st at Hilton Head Island as the RBC Heritage will take place. That is right now that's scheduled. That was originally scheduled for April there at Hilton Head. The RBC Heritage now has been changed to June 18th through the 21st of June. Following that, you got the Connecticut Travelers Championship there at the last weekend of June. Then you go to Detroit for the Rocket Mortgage Classic July 2nd through 5th. Then the John Deere Classic in Illinois, July 9th and 12th. That's when it was actually scheduled to take place. Then July 16th through the 19th, it's the Memorial. That's Jack Nicklaus's tournament there in Dublin, Ohio. Then you've got July 23rd through the 26th in Minnesota, the 3M Open. Then following that, you go to Memphis, where the World Golf Championships FedEx St. Jude Invitational takes place at TBC Southwind. That's July 30th through August 2nd. Then you go to the Barracuda Championship in California that first weekend of August. Then following that, you go to August 6th through 9th, the first major, the PGA Championship from San Francisco's TPC Harding Park. That's August 6th through 9th again. Then you got the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro. That's August 13th through the 16th. Then on to Boston for the Northern Trust. Then as the month of August winds down, you've got the BMW Championship taking place August 27th through 30th. The Tour Championship is September 3rd through the 7th at Atlanta's East Lake Golf Club. That tournament was originally set for late August. It's pushed back again to that first full weekend of September, the Tour Championship. Then you've got also coming up in September, you got the Safeway Open in California, the U.S. Open, which was originally scheduled for June, pushed back to September 17th through 20th at Wingfoot in New York State. The Ryder Cup takes place September 25th through 27th. Then you also have the Sanderson Farms Championship in Jackson, Mississippi, October 1st through 4th. The Shriners Hospitals for Children open October 8th through 11th. Also, you have the CJ Cup at Nine Bridges, October 15th through 18th. Then some other events taking place outside the country. The Houston Open is November 5th through 8th. Then the Masters which was originally supposed to be last weekend. November 12th through 15th is the Masters Tournament from Augusta National Golf Club. And then that's about all of the major tournaments. There's a few not-so-important tournaments that might get really more on the upcoming schedule for the following year. But that's what's scheduled right now for the PGA Tour as they're trying to squeeze in some of these tournaments here in the month. Months ahead, June, July, August, September, all the way up till the Masters is held November 12th through the 15th. 
As we wrap up our headlines of sports here to close out the week, Los Angeles Rams center Brian Allen has tested positive for the coronavirus. He is the first NFL player to test positive for COVID-19. He's a center there for the Rams. And also from the NFL, Tom Brady is now here in the South. The carpetbaggers come down from New England to lead the Buccaneers here in 2020. And according to Caesars in Vegas, the Patriots' win total projection this year is at 8.5, and that's a half a game more than the projection for the New England Patriots. So already Tom Brady doing wonders there, number 12 for the Buccaneers, already expected to have a better season than his old employer, the Pats. And that wraps up our Y'all Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. We've had a ball here talking all things Southern with you. And we'll be right back here Monday for an all-new show that's all about the South. From Dixie with Love's going to get us out of here. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next-day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like the amazing iPhone 11. Lease it for just $15 a month when you switch to Sprint. For now, shopping online at Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com today. 
iPhone 11, 64 gigabyte, $15 per month after 14, 17 monthly credit applied within two bills. Requires new line of service, 18 month lease, and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offer and coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee, taxes, and restrictions apply. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.